Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, Storyteller. I wanted to clarify one thing before we got started this week. That is, I did make a small mistake at the beginning of last week's episode. I said that this week's lunch guest was someone who hadn't been introduced yet. That is my mistake. I thought it was a different character, and in fact, this lunch, I am somewhat emotional to say, our last lunch... He's actually with Ray of Morning Sunlight, so that was my bad. Also, before we get started, I did want to remind you all that we are still looking for questions for our Q&A, so if you want those answered, get them in this week, because we are going to be recording that question and answers episode in about one week's time. Please send those questions to our email, swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com, or to our Twitter at swallowsofsouth with the hashtag Q&A. Also, next week is going to be the series finale expect something of a longer intro that time as well as a slightly longer episode overall. I'm going to have a lot to say, but for now, let's get into it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, as Golden Might of the Dawn, an ashen mask concluded their conflicts and conversations with Mei Jin and Languishing Diatribe. Rizzo transitioned from combat with Ray of Morning Sunlight to a conversation over tea. As they began this discussion, what would come up? Would Rizzo sway Ray? Just what was the Child of the Sun thinking? Ray of Morning Sunlight has laid out in the gravel, in the shade of this shrine gate, a tea set on a table on a roll of cloth he has laid out, and he is in the act of pouring tea for himself and Rizzo into two ceramic mugs. Okay, tea's made. You've got me. I can't beat you. What did you want to talk about? You know, when this thing's done, I, I could help you get places. Uh, Rizzo closes her eyes and smiles. Thank you for the offer, but I don't think I need your help in getting places. I'm just saying, you you don't get much better than the most high. Maybe I don't want to be the most high. Maybe I don't want to be the best and have everything. You know, maybe there's some good things in the smaller things. Oh, no, that's definitely me. I'm going to be the most high. You're going to be, like, second, third most high, sort of depending on how it shakes out. I was just offering to... You know, do you a little help, mm. give you a hand. Thanks. I know you sometimes have trouble getting things done. Thanks. Thanks for the offer. I don't need your help. Anyways, what I wanted to talk to you about is I think that you're making a mistake. I don't think that you becoming the sun is a good idea. Uh, respectfully, I disagree. Okay. Respectfully, I think that you should give it a little more thought that there are people out there who are stronger than you and know a little bit more about creation and i think that you maybe just are not the right person well di knows a lot about creation and she's been telling me a bunch of stuff and yeah but you never experienced it i mean i've been getting around just because you learn from book about something doesn't mean that you can actually fully understand it you didn't grow up like everybody else did uh could you give me a for example uh yeah so you're observing a culture and you read about it and people tell you about it but you'll never actually understand that culture to the fullest extent because you didn't grow up in that area well i mean neither did the sun yeah still not doing a good job so somebody like, else needs to do this like or somebody it, like who i don't know just i think that that person will arise when the time is needed well i put in the footwork we put in the legwork me and die and majin and kind of things are are going and you brought it here we led you over here yeah so well technically i came here willingly whether we know if you led us here or not i was just looking for the last title and you found it but also you walked right into our trap so whether it's a trap or a trap on the trap because we knew what we were doing maybe we wanted to trap you I'm losing steam. Well, I'm the feeling trapped is, in conversation right now. Good. I'm just, I'm trying to make my points and you're just, you're I'm, just shitting all over me again. Yeah. Well, just all you are is negative and you, uh, you can't oh even God. help support me uh, or build me up. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, with your given attitude, I don't think that that's ever been a thing. Uh, your negativity? Yes. You made me this way. Uh, that's, I'm bringing it up as a theme because I certainly noticed it. Yeah. In our okay. time together. Great. 
wait, let me tell you something. When you're a cer- uh, away to a certain person, it does does things to them. And maybe, yeah, it does make them a little negative. But then when they spend so much time in this world and they see so many shit things and see so many people die who weren't supposed to die, um, maybe it does make them a little negative. And I think I blame you a little bit, a lot of it. Sometimes I think about it. Well, you know what I think about a lot? Hmm. What? I don't care. Is how I'm going to set things right when my daddy up there is out of the picture. Yeah. Okay. The fact that you say daddy and that you have to kill him in that process. is I don't think there's anything underlying that statement at all. Interesting to me. It just seems like a normal thing. If you've got a dad who's seems not there and then you call him daddy. Your mom's around for a while, but then sure. she dies and you this weird old uh, mystic lady picks you up and teaches you about the world that mm-hmm. just naturally sometimes you think about your daddy and mm-hmm. you think that it's time for him to go away yeah it sounds like there's a lot more going on there maybe you should just have a talk with your father maybe you should stop calling him daddy uh, it looks like daddy's too busy screaming right now look, maybe look just you're over the there. one person I... if you look he's up you can see i can see if him you strain your eyes his mouth see. is open he's screaming i can see yes you want to know something i think of out of all the people in the world you could be the one to talk to him You could be the one to set things right without taking his place. And yeah, maybe you could just actually use the fact that, you know, you were raised by your mom and somebody else came along to help after she passed away. Maybe you could actually tell him with your experience all the things that you've learned. If he wanted to talk to me, you think maybe he could have taken some time out of his busy schedule to maybe do that literally any other time? Why should I want to talk to him? Because he didn't even think about talking to me. So maybe he thought about it, but maybe he's scared. Maybe he's so high up that he's overcompensating for something and he's just scared. I've heard that he's incredibly valorous. And so Mm. I think he's just a dick. He might be, but I think that there might be maybe something salvageable there. Like what? Maybe Could you give he me misses for example? his son, his actual S-O-N being the S-U-N. How am I supposed to know if I'm even the That's only one? That's why you asked! What if there's other ones out there and he said my mom was special and he was going to come back and then he never did and then i never got to meet him and everyone called me old three arms when i was a little kid i think he would know by your three arms that he was that you were his it could have just been a random mutation i think you're okay i think he'll understand you've made it this far mutation or not he knows that you're serious you have most of the idols on your side of the team i'm not giving you mine obvi but he'll see that that's not an easy thing. They weren't meant to be easily obtained. So you say, listen here, author. I have some His words. name is Daddy, first of all. Fine. And second of all, I don't like the way that you're talking to me right now. Like, you know what's best for me. I do. Oh, here we go again. You don't know because you never think about it. And I've seen you. Think about what? Think Could you about, give me a for example, please? Think about how you are as a person, what you can do with all your abilities and your powers, yet all you do is just try to help yourself and be extremely conceited and, a, like, emotionally abusive. Duh. Well, when you think about it, isn't really the most emotionally abusive person the guy who was never there? I'm in pain too, Rizzo. And Languishing Diatribe is trying to show me how to be better, and I'm listening to her, and... You, I know you do this. I know you get like this. You're trying to worm your way in, and you're trying to break me down. Let me tell you something You're here. trying to break me down you're from my booger. high place. You're being a little booger, and I just need you to just listen. Maybe the person who was raising you may not be the best person, but that doesn't mean that what they've taught you can't be something that you use towards talking to your father. I just don't get why you're so on me about my dad when all I was trying to do was offer you some help. I don't need your help. I... I don't think that's true. See? There you go. You're doing what I'm trying to do, but in, in a bad way. I don't need your help. I'm doing fine on my own with friends. Uh, I know for a fact that at least one of those friends died, and you didn't do anything to save them. Uh, I did do stuff to save them. You weren't there. You don't know. Right? Mm. Hmm? I don't, I don't remember seeing mm, you there. Languishing diatribe has ways of getting some information. Mm, maybe she just didn't actually see the whole thing. Hmm? Maybe it was a documentary split where, you know, you can't just trust everything because nobody fact checks it. And just to be quite honest, it was footage that was taken out of context. Wait, are you saying that she might have been lying to me and not you? Correct. Now you're getting it. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yes. No. Yes. What? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. No. Yes. 
oh my god mm-hmm. well yeah. yeah the process has already started though so daddy's going down no, there's not really time no, for a conversation no 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 you can stop the process you are the one who is pulling the reins without you languishing diatribe and mage have nothing you understand that right you are the key well i don't really know how to stop it from going i know what happens when it starts but i don't really know how to turn it around this thing i don't know put him back i don't know how to do we made him appear and that was sort of major and languishing diatribe i um just talk frankly i was doing push-ups while they were doing that this doesn't surprise me um just talk to him he's yelling already you've got his attention well what if a screaming daddy scares me well, maybe you should be a screaming Sonny and just yell right back at him. I bet you, you know, growing up without a dad put you through a lot of shit and it made you a stronger person. So why don't you just show him who he left and show him that you were the wrong person to leave. You were the long, wrong person to neglect and leave behind. What? Show him what he's missing. Go ahead and give me a charisma plus presence roll. You will get two bonus dice and an automatic success for your stunt. Merci beaucoup. You are looking to beat a five. Seven successes. Okay, so hypothetically, if I talk to him, if I talk to him, mm-hmm. what am I even going to say? Because you started this conversation. Basically, I offered to help you, and then you just started shitting all over me and my qualifications. Well, you just started tearing me down, and I don't feel like I'm adequately prepared to deal with him. He could be incredibly judgmental. If you think about it, though, I have animosity towards you. Like, let's be real. We had to have this conversation anyways. So, you know, I'm going to roll past it now and I'm going to help build you up, which every part of me says no. Being an ex, I shouldn't build you up, but I'm going to. And I will be here. You're sending me a lot of mixed messages. I'm sorry. Starting now, I will be here to help. And I will be here to back you up and talking to him. Tell him the things that you felt when you were a kid. If you could write a letter to him at the first time you fully understood your situation, what would it say? Oh, you're asking me a lot of questions about my feelings and my thoughts that, frankly, I haven't given a lot of time. Um, okay, so buckle up and start drinking your tea because, dear daddy. Rizzo takes a sip of her tea. This tastes, tastes slimy. Tastes... It's awful. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm here searching my heart, <coughs> and you're making fun of my tea. So <coughs> I was gonna give Daddy some of that tea, but I guess not. Do actually go ahead and give me a stamina plus resistance roll okay. to resist poisons. I would like to use poison resisting meditation. So that is one auto success and three extra dice. Perfect. And you are looking to beat five. Six successes. There's definitely poison in this, but your internal resolve and your like reserves of stamina and the training that you've done, you're able to sort of push it out and be unaffected by the poison that's in this tea. But this is enough to kill like a very, very strong person. Rizzo talks a loogie and spits it out because she can feel the particular part. What the fuck? Uh, so you didn't like the part where... You poisoned me? Oh, 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 well... No. We started this, that thing, before... Uh-huh. You started sending them mixed messages and said you were gonna build me up? Mm-hmm. So, I thought you were gonna, like, work against me... And I'm still not sure that you're not. You've really you knew about invaded it. my 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 mind space, uh-huh. yeah. and you've just got it going in so many directions that I yep. don't even know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and you still told me to drink some tea to prepare to listen to your story. I don't understand why you would then, when I wasn't drinking the tea before. So it's you. What the fuck? Would you believe if I told you I forgot? No. And she throws a rock at his head. Ah! That's what you get. Owie! Yeah, Owie! You could have killed me! Well... Then who's gonna hold you up? Then who's gonna emotionally support you? Um, well, die, maybe? 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's not going to be on board with this whole thing. And maybe she doesn't give a shit about you and your dad's relationship. Well, I think that she does because she's told me a lot of things about daddy that make me she think wants that you he to maybe doesn't him. have everyone's best interests at heart. And I think maybe you don't have everyone's best interests at heart. And maybe that's I why I asked you to drink that tea. have the good people's intentions. Oh, so you get to define who's good and who's bad, but I don't. Yes. Yes, I do. Because I don't try to poison my friends. Okay, but I have daddy's blood in my veins. And he, he, according to the people where die works, he gets to set the rules for who's good and who's bad. I don't care. Who's that? Be better. What's that? Rizzo turns around. And Harmonious (laughs) Accord and Ashen Mask, who is helping him hobble up the mountainside are crystallizing into view you can see ashen mask that ray of morning sunlight and rizzo are sat beneath the last of these shrine gates in this series that you've been walking through ashen mask harmonious accord what happened ashen mask helps uh harmonious accord sit down on the ground as he uh jogs over to where the two of them are um we had a run-in with the spider lady. Oh, no. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. Yeah, she's... Uh, yeah, she's not with us anymore. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, uh, he cut oh. her head clean off. Rizzo goes from an initial happy emotion to, like, an oh, shit emotion. Oh, no. Are you okay? Um, I'll, I'll process things later and uh, we'll be here later yeah you know gotta gotta do what you gotta do to stop her from ripping someone's throat out yeah um also understandable and he looks at ray why is this guy alive i well she she beat me in a fair fight and now we're just talking about daddy and all the things that are uh coming next i didn't want to go down the same road that i have before hear me out i think he is salvageable Ashen Mask just looks at Ray, looks back at Rizzo. He just called the unconquered son daddy. I know. I've been working on it, and he is just fighting it and holding on to it as though he needs it to survive. I think there's some underlining things there. He promises there are not. We'll find out soon. Well, it's not going to be that long before all of creation's calling me daddy, so who cares? Okay. Mm. That is not accurate at all. And man, I thought I had some dad issues. This is, this is good. This is a lot. Look, hey, buddy. Hey, you right yeah. here. Bring it in. Bring it in right here. What, what, what's going on? You know, I have a shitty dad too. Uh-huh. He was terrible to me and he abandoned me and my brother when we needed him most. All right. Yeah, but he was there. All right. You know what? When you think about it. Sometimes not being there is better. Could you give me a for example? Okay. So one time, me and my brother had to go out, and our father forced us to pick pockets in order to put food on the table. At one point, my brother lost his pinky because he picked the pocket of the wrong person. My father watched it happen and did not intervene. That is why it is not better for someone to be there than not. Okay. I think I see where you're going with this. You could be missing a pinky, hypothetically. In this example. And we know how vain you are. You love all your digits. I all 15. love all of my digits. And frankly, I think that I deserve five more. But, uh, you know, here I am without them. So I'm just saying sometimes people talk about how much he has control over. And it feels like when you get put in the dirt or uh, kids call you a freak. Or when your mom dies when you're eight that you think maybe he is seeing all this happen and he's not doing anything and it's because you're a mistake and you're gross and you and you're a freak just like everyone says and he's so high up there and he has so much control over everything but he won't even hold up a simple promise to to a woman who's dying or to the little three-armed freak that he left behind in that shitty village okay but let me ask you this when has the sun actually ever interfered since, you know, creating us? It's not exactly like he comes down and 
fixes rivers and builds houses and gives food to the people that are hungry. He's just up there providing light. It's not exactly his job. It's up to us. That's what we do. We decide in our daily lives what we get to do. No, but it's totally cool for him to just come down and impregnate my mom. Like, that's not a problem. That's not an intervening. That's just being a douchebag man. Sorry. So I'm just saying I would intervene. When I'm daddy, I'm going to be making the hard choices. (sighs) That's just cringy. I think you're kind of backpedaling on what we've worked towards. Just what makes you so special when I'm a dirt grub the way you're talking to me? You're talking to me like a dirt grub who lives in the dirt and eats dirt. One said he ate dirt. Yeah, what I'm saying is, what makes you so special that you would do a better job? One, I've got a good advisor. She knows what's going on. Two, I know what it's like to have a bad daddy, which means I could do it better. Three, there's already a link in our blood, so it's easier for me to make the transition. I know that I can step up to the plate and do it. And four, I put in the legwork. Hmm. Just going off of that, I could also say, one, I have a good friend group that has helped me along the way. Two, I have exalted blood that your dad has, I guess, given me because I am solar. Three, I don't have any underlying issues about trying to be everybody's good dad. I think I would just be a good ruler. And four, I also put in legwork. So first of all, it's not like you don't have other issues. You're always like, oh, wah, wah, everyone in my family is so nice to me all the time. Oh, I disappointed them. Wah. Second of all, are you saying you want this? Are you saying you want, are you saying you want to be daddy? No, I'm saying that if I wanted to be the son, that you need to come up with something better than that. Better than what everyone else can actually say makes them qualified. And I don't go around saying that, you know, my family's too nice to me. I actually did something wrong that validates an excuse to have some internal issues that I have since gotten over. It's taken a while, but honestly, I can talk about it freely now. Okay. You have some things you got to work on first, bud. Fine. Let me say this okay. as directly as I can. I think that I'm suited for this because I can make sure, and I will make sure, that no other kids get abandoned like me. I'll make sure that good mothers aren't ripped from creation before it's their time. I'll make sure darkness doesn't take root and blossom. I'll be there. I'm sorry, but I think it's a lot harder than you think it is. I know that you've had a shitty upbringing, and the fact that your mom left your side, it sucks. It really does. And I think that your father may not be to blame for that. Can't control everything. And you'll know, maybe a little too late, that when you get up there, you also can't control everything. What are you going to do if somebody just hits somebody's dad while they're in a, a, a wagon or something or on horse? You can't just return time and bring them back. And, and sometimes you can't foresee those things. Sometimes it's the natural cause. If we kept everybody's parents alive, that's just not how we grow as people. But I I can do better and I have to try. Why don't you just do better on a smaller level? Why don't you just go find someone and have a family and not leave that person and not leave those kids or become a teacher and acknowledge all a whole bunch of kids or kids who don't have parents? One. I've tried that first thing, and you know how bad it went because, you know, here you are saying I gave you all these issues about being negative, and that just happens every time is everyone just gets so negative. And number two, I know I'm a dummy. I know that I'm not very smart. I'm not going to be a teacher. That would be bad. And number three, there is a cracking of lightning that you can see strike the sun and then arc from his form into ray of morning sunlight. It's too late. And he leaps over the tea set as this golden energy overtakes his body. He has been given a temporary pool of 30 initiative. Both of you can roll join combat. All right. Uh, With the auto successes, I am at a 20 initiative. Nine. Okay. So what happens is Ray is immediately leaping forward and he is striking you as hard and as ferociously as he can. So he's going to be rolling 23 dice to hit you. And if he hits, you're going to be taking that 30 dice of damage. 
That's 13 successes against you, Rizzo. So he's going to land this. He's going to be rolling 30 dice of damage with from a charm that he's got, double tens, which he will re-roll. Before I roll this, are you going to activate any charms? Yes, I have quite a few. I'm going to be using Durability of Oak, Adamant Skin Technique, Runabasing Shrug, and Dipping Swallow Defense. Perfect. So Dipping Swallow doesn't apply here, but everything Ah. else is good. Okay. That, by my estimation, is going to take him from 30 dice of decisive damage down to 9. And then he's going to reroll all of his successes and keep the lower number. So he rolled two successes, which he then re-rolled for zero successes. This lightning bolt strikes him. He leaps forward and tries to drive this immensely massive punch straight into your solar plexus. What does it look like as you just completely no-sell this? It looks as though he had strike down and it looks like glass is kind of cracking, but it doesn't move. And just at her aura around her, but then it kind of pulsates and glows right through. Kind of like you're hitting a piece of plastic that's made to imitate glass, but that cup still works. The trail of essence that is bolting into him is still pulsating into his back, but you can see it physically straining the limits of his body as he reels back pathetically the immense amount of damage you laid on him during your fight prior has caught up with him again and he's sort of leaning back ashen mask it's your turn what will you do seeing this huge attack hit and just bounce off ashen mask audibly barks a laugh out just (laughs) you fucked up now and throws his shining golden chakram as he is once again engulfed in a blaze of black and purple essence and attempts to put even more hurt on him than he has already taken all righty so is that a decisive attack that is a decisive attack all right go ahead and roll that his defense is two all right that is five successes on the decisive uh you hit so go ahead and roll that damage That is nine successes. And he was at his minus four health box, so that (sighs) takes him out. So, Ashen Mask, are you going to kill or incapacitate Ray with this strike? With this, I think Ashen Mask has had enough of death today, but he definitely wants to put him down, and I think he's going to deal a crippling blow to the third arm that sounds good so your chakram slams into the base of this arm and sort of writhes up it leaving this large laceration as he slumps back breathing heavily (sighs) okay that's okay (sighs) i was wrong okay i couldn't beat you one-on-one I couldn't kill you with poison. I can't even kill you with daddy. You're just mean. Maybe you were right. Maybe we should talk to him. I don't care anymore. Honestly, you are just a brat. Okay. Well, I'm gonna need a minute to catch my breath. If, if that's what's, if that's what's gonna happen. I swear to God, if you try and do anything besides catch your breath, you are gonna catch these hands. Ray grasps for the fourth arm of the sun that is his necklace and slowly begins to try to marshal his resolve as Golden Might of the Dawn comes back from beneath the shrine gate under which the unconquered sun is imprisoned, riding atop belief in love and mercy. And smelling of blood, sunshine, vanilla, and lavender. What is happening? Long story. Short. He's not dead. We're not killing him. Okay. I kind of accidentally killed Languishing Diatribe, though. Oops. Oops. Oh, that's okay. I kind of on purposely killed Majin. Accidentally? 
I've intentionally killed lots of people with my scythe before and with my bare hands and with my chakrams. And Goldie slides off belief in love and mercy under her feet. But I haven't ever killed anyone with my words and I didn't know that was a thing that could happen. And it did. Also... I was kind of hoping you wouldn't have to kill anybody, but I'm so much more glad that you are alive than sad that you had to kill somebody. And she opens her arms to Ashen Mask for a hug. Ashen Mask smirks and walks over and gives Goldie a big hug. I'm fine too. He saved me. That's why the killing happened. Oh, I honestly thought that you would have been the one to kill, and that's kind of why I was surprised he did. But if it was for you, come here, come here. And Goldie kind of like gestures for him to come to this hug. It's gonna be okay. The family is together. Okay. And she breaks apart the hug and looks to Ray. Speaking of families. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hi. I. This is my friend Golemite of the Dawn. Hi. This is my ex-boyfriend, Ray. Yeah, I kind of, I have seen him before and Goldie glares at him and crosses her arms. I kind of sort of killed your advisor. Yep. That's, this is a mess. I didn't start this process and... She and Majin did, so hopefully talking to Daddy's enough to stop it. I'm sorry, talking to who? Don't, don't. Worry it's a about lost it. cause. It's a. I can't even. Oh my goodness. Okay. But I really don't know how to stop this thing from happening. So you know. Can you just think about the process? What happened when you were, you know, looking around while doing push-ups? Are push-ups part of the process? That's what he was doing during the process. So that's the best we've got. I mean, I, I can do push-ups. I could do push-ups all day and night, but I... He was just doing push-ups during the process. I was hoping he might have been paying attention. They, you are properly supposed to have your head up, not looking at the ground during push-ups, so... They were doing uh, stuff to the idols and enchanting the island around it. They set most of their sorcery to channel into that gate where he is. Um, if we just smash the gate or break one of the idols... Smashing the gate might do it. I think the idols are mostly empty, but I also think that there's a little bit left that hasn't gone out, maybe. Nothing's happened to this thing. And he grabs the arm on his necklace. So I don't know if there's any daddy in here or what, but... (laughs) Goldie just kind of like opens her mouth and the words get choked in complete disbelief. She cannot handle what is happening. And she just like turns to belief in love and mercy and... Buries her face in the mane. Okay, so can we smash this thing? Say we try. Okay. It's made of oracalcum, but... Oh, god damn it. What's that? It's what this is made of, and he holds up his chakram. I mean, it's also what this, and Goldie claps her hands together to summon out her scythe, is made of, so I would hate to lose my scythe, but, you know, if I can just talk people to death, maybe I don't need it. (laughs) Well, you want to do one side of the gate, I'll do the other. Okay, let's do this. So, we're not talking to Daddy then? You can talk you to can your- You can still talk to your father. Um, when? Um, excuse me, have you heard of Old Realm? Yeah. Great, go learn it and then you can talk to your daddy whenever you want. I'm fluent. Well, clearly you're not very good or daddy would have talked to you. Maybe he doesn't like being called daddy. Have you thought about that? Have you tried calling him papa? Well, I'm just going to be here then. I don't have the strength to move, so good luck with that. Guess I'm not going to be daddy and um, I'll talk to him if he decides that I'm worth it. What of the Might of the Dawn does a twirl of her scythe, which just burns up in a wave of heat and directs it at Ray. I swear, if you are not here dying when we get back, I'm going to hunt you down and murder you. I have so much love that I need to put into you on behalf of Languishing Diatribe that I just don't. You Stay here. are sending me a lot of mixed messages right now. I'm telling you, do not leave or I will kill you. If the don't is confusing you, I can word it like this. Stay here if you want to live, okay? Well, do you want to keep an eye on me? I can go. Let's just take him there. You want- can talk to daddy when we get there. I don't want to hear him say daddy anymore, though. Do we have to bring him along? It's fine. It's fine. We can we we have dealt with worse, sort of. I didn't know that I had a problem with that word until it came out of his mouth. Same. Honestly, same. Uh. So we cut to the base of the shrine where Ashen Mask and Golden Might of the Dawn are poised with their Oracalcum weapons. The shrine gate towers into the sky, hundreds of feet tall. The base is enormously wide, but to the exalted, that is no obstacle. What is it that you're doing 
specifically here. Is there anything Rizzo can do with magic to help them out? Like, she doesn't have a specific charm for anything, but I feel like she uh, could do something. I mean, you're a sorcerer, so you could make an intelligence plus sorcery check. Yeah, I kind of figured that we were honestly just going to be, <laughs> like, doing an attack on the gate. Maybe juice it with a little something-something, but overall, just uh, d- do a little strength plus uh, martial arts and a little bit of uh, whatever the fuck you do. <laughs> okay, well, let me roll to help y'all out. Airbus Rizzo! Five successes. You are able to, based on Ray's barely coherent ramblings, as well as the sorceress etchings that you can see in the base of the shrine gate, deduce what is the optimal strike point for Ashen Mask and Golden Mind of the Dawn to take on to disrupt this flow of sorcery. So they are going to be able to basically shatter this working as they tear down this shrine gate. Okay, so Golden Might of the Dawn is going to extend her scythe, kind of like a baseball bat, but really, really low. She's going to spread her feet partway and give herself a few very good swings. And once there is a roaring wind of heat pulsing around her, she is then going to channel some of her essence into a blaze of glory along her blade and slice straight through the air and at the point Rizzo has indicated. Ashen Mask, not having quite so powerful a weapon or arms as Golden Might of the Dawn, instead begins to build up to this final blow by spinning and throwing the Chakram over and over again as it rebounds back into his hands and he becomes this whirling blur of essence and these gold discs that are leaving trails until it just seems like there's a straight gold beam coming out from him as these uh, chakram hits come back and forth until finally when he sees Goldie is ready to make the hit, he grabs it out of the air and then spins and hurls it one last strong time. And so it is that in perfect sync, the two of you bring this shrine gate down and it seems not to fall in the way that you would expect it to, but almost to begin discorporating from the bottom so that it looks as though it is essentially falling into a hole right beneath where you cut it and it is falling quite rapidly until the entire top of the gate is barreling down and passes through the energy around the sun is dissipating as he falls forward he looks strikingly similar to ray of morning sunlight but with a fourth arm his dark skin strong nose and jawline and a curly mess of hair his hair is perhaps more golden and sun bleached than rays but everything else about him seems less maybe than you had imagined he looks despite his strong jawline sallow like the air has been let out of him like he's wearing skin that's too big for the thing that resides inside it's over it's ended not until you talk to your boy hello no you need to sit down and talk with your son so Help me. I'm sorry. I'm having a little trouble gathering my bearings. Oh my gosh. Don't even start apologizing yet. You don't even know what to apologize for properly. Just just give him a second. Give him a second. He has had years worth of seconds. Look at how old Ray is. Ray is so old. How many seconds old are you, Ray? I know, but he... The man looks really confused. (laughs) I don't think he's been down here in a while. Yeah. Also, he just got zapped something real fierce. So did Ray, and Ray is coherent. Yeah, but he was getting energy. I'm fine now. I will talk to the boy. Your son? Yes, I suppose. I'll go talk to my son. Hey, you lay there and make the baby. You rise up and you take care of it. I mean, hopefully. Your admonishments are appreciated and taken under advisement. I have so many other things to advise you on, but get your ass over to the table. And Goldemite of the Dawn points down to the table of languishing diatribe and you have some tea with your boy or so help me and he sets over to the table where ray of morning sunlight is they begin to talk 
at a distance. Ray is clearly uncomfortable, as is the sun. His forearms are folded through most of the conversation, and his eyes are darting wildly about, apparently looking for some kind of exit. What is it that you do while this conversation takes place? So Goldemite of the Dawn is like watching and critiquing the whole time, and it's just like, I swear to the unconquered sun himself, if he keeps his arms crossed ten more minutes, I'm gonna break them. All four of them, and he's not gonna be able to cross them anymore. You know, Goldie, I've given you a lot of shit for the stuff that you've done, but the sheer guts that it takes to see the unconquered sun and to just lay into him without hesitation, I fucking, I look up to you. You just swore to the man that you then swore you were going to break the arms of. Girl, you got me confused. Apparently, family is much more important to me than I ever thought that it was. I'm just saying, though. You and I wanted mean, to kill him. Mm. The Unconquered Son? I kind of still do. Ray, I kind of still do. But together, I want to kill them less. I mean, I want to kill them for more reasons when they're together. Oh my god, did you just see him dodge Ray's eyes again? I swear! I'm going to go pour tea all over his goddamn face so he has a reason to be looking away. And then I'm going to take his fingernails off one by one. Yeah, you are. We're going to take all his fucking fingernails <laughs> off. Rizzo takes a handkerchief from Qui-Gon's storage and just starts patting her sweaty face. She's just going to take a seat. However long this conversation's going to take, she's just going to chill. Take a T.O. You know, I didn't think this whole thing was going to sort of end on the note of seeing just how incredibly awkward a reunion like this can be. Yeah. I mean, he's unconquered, but man, ain't nobody able to deal with family reunions. Yep. You guys want a snack? Yes. Oh my god, I'm yes, I'm so hungry. Famished, I've lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Oh, yes, I also have some water that'll help you out. Rizzo goes in and takes a couple of pieces of bread and some cheese, bread and cheese for everyone. And she takes out a water skin and uh, passes it around to everyone to drink from. Honestly, a little disappointed that it wasn't vodka or some other form of alcohol, but I probably need the water. So. I am not Godwin. Sorry. Don't ever be Just kidding. I've got another one. And she pulls out another <laughs> one that's got a little star on the top and it's got wine in it. Yes. As these water skins are passed around, breaking through the darkness of the unnatural night that surrounds you. You can see two brilliant figures of essence rise above the lip of the caldera where you sit. An enormous shark with a scar running down its length, and an orca swimming freely with it are bleeding essence around you. You can feel your reserves are replenished as they pass over you, leaving a watery, iridescent trail in their wake almost like an aurora in the southwestern sea. All of your emotes are restored, and any health levels of damage that you are taken are also recuperated. You can see this gold and iridescent light start to knit together the wounds on Tepet Harmonious Accord. It looks like Alceus was successful. That's definitely Alceus. Bless that man. Thank you, Daddy. Uh -huh, I see what you did there. You're done. <laughs> You're done for the day. <laughs> Here's the wine skin back. <laughs> You've had enough. You know, speaking of Alceus, um, when I was talking to Languishing Diatribe, I actually said that I would go and see him. And so I thought that uh, maybe after I talk down 100 drunken rubies and set his people on a path to make creation better, I'd maybe knock on a few doors of some old friends and see if they wanted to go to the ocean and see another friend or something. Road trip! I could, yeah, I could go on a vacation before I, you know, find something else to do. I've got nothing better going on. At this point, the Unconquered Sun and Ray of Morning Sunlight both stand. Ray puts his hands to his hips and stays at the table as the Unconquered Sun approaches you. You'll have to forgive my momentary lapse in vigor. Things are all set about correctly now. I'd like to take some time and thank each of you. 
Won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? I haven't been back in this dirt hole in years, it feels like. Rude. Oh, if I had a nickel for every time I said that. Also rude. <laughs> ah. Oh, was what? that a... Was that a double joke? It was It was two jokes. Okay. Two jokes in one. Rizzo's eyes just kind of like look low and shift from left to right, and she just sighs. These entendres. I, I know what you're so talking many. about, man. It's uh, a pretty nice. Cold Mind of the Dawn kind of like sticks her hand in Ray's field of vision to stop him from looking at Ashen Mask. <laughs> All right. And he takes his third arm and just kind of <laughs> moves it out of the way. She forces it back into place. I guess that's how it's going to be. I don't need my vision to say deep and incisive things. I don't think anything you've said has been deep and incisive. I don't think you could say anything deep or incisive. Well, that's just a matter of perspective when you think about it. I guess you're right. You do have very limited perspective, Ray. Charmy really looks up to you. <laughs> yeah, Charmy's my motherfucker. <laughs> and that's a wrap. No. We're still staying here? No. Anyone? I... Check. Check, please. I haven't gotten my cheese board yet. You guys know how Believing gets. If I leave here without getting the cheese, he's going to be so sad. Please don't say Believing's name. He'll come out and he'll want to play. It's and I don't think he needs to play no, here. Exactly. I, I convinced Accord to take Believing and Loving and Mercy on a walk. I can't guarantee no one will be killed or eaten and that or everyone have their will have their dicks. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that, like, nobody threatens him. And I told him that as long as everybody keeps all of their parts the way they are, I will bring him back a cheese board. I just don't trust Accord to tell me otherwise. You... So either way, he gets a cheese board. Kind of. But mm. I'm kind of using the belief system with believing here. Nice. Yeah. You roll with a pretty crazy crowd, Rizzo. I have you to blame for that. I mean, the people that we set you up with to work with were, frankly, pretty low-key. Low-key and low-quality. You're really just going to dunk on Leah and Tulio like that? Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Mage. Oh, no. Majin's my work associate. She I mean... was your also, superior. Well, also my work associate. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, all right. But yeah, I did, like, I did like Leah and Tulio, so that, I guess, that's my high quality. I thought he Love said... Minions. Loki as in mischief. We did do that too. Oh, okay. So then they were the I good mean, Loki. At the end. But up until then, they were just basically pretty chill people. And you just got your freaking rebellious, rambunctious spirit all up inside of them. And then, what do you know? One of them's dead. One of them's out in the country. And you're gone. You've got an idol. Well, actually, one of them was already dead. So I guess that's fair. But there was the other one that died. Yeah. They wasn't the same one. Yeah, I know. So they're both technically dead. But one of them was dead when you started. And yeah. I have no idea how magic works, but I feel like this is a magic thing. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's definitely magic. It has its ways. Yeah. Sometimes it leaves you smelly. I believe in magic. Me too. In a young girl's heart. Same. So is it just me or does anyone else's tea taste like uh, like piss? I spit in it and then quite got You're... pissed in it. Oh, okay, there we go. That, that one makes sense. There I told is. him not to, but uh, he just... Made direct eye contact, raised his little leg, and then just... I am 100% not surprised that I didn't catch that, seeing as how I've got this mitt right here in my face. <laughs> Qui-Con is on the table, rump just right in Ray's face. I, I definitely still can smell, though, you know? <laughs> he does what he wants. Goldie reaches down to give Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice some scritches. That's a good boy. He's so good. You pee all over Ray. Go right ahead. It's okay. He licked her hand. <laughs> If this is still a public place, you probably don't want your animal just going to town on someone. Are you... I mean, he's not actively peeing. He's just... Passively peeing? <laughs> he's thinking about it. Yeah. I can see it in his face. And then she points a little finger gun towards Qui-Gon and he just does like a little affirming nod. And here is your cheese board. Oh, thank you so much. You are the best. And Goldie collects it and immediately just begins to wrap it up with a sheet of paper from her sweater. Can we please have the check? Yeah, you got it. Thanks. So just cutting out then? That's just going to leave me here? Well, I'm hoping Awkwardly. That, see, I'm hoping that you will just leave here and not appear anywhere at the same time. If you could just disappear from here and not appear anywhere else, that would be great. We actually didn't think you were going to show up to the invitation. Well, you know, I prioritize relationships. <laughs> and I, I prioritize people. That. I have no idea why you wouldn't believe that, seeing as I've got a Sterling track record. Um, there was Gobi. There was... Um, Furious Shadow, there was 
what's his face? Um, the guy, the funny robes. Oh, the guy with the hair. Uh, he Dilbert. had that nose. Dilbert. Yeah, big dick having Jeff. I remember him. Yep. See, I've got to track all those people. Good. And how many of them are still alive? Um, I don't have to answer that question, legally speaking. And to everybody else in the court, we know what that means. Yep. So awful track record, I would say. Yeah, I mean, good for murders, yeah. bad for relationships. Correct. Correct. You are correct. I mean, to know you really love something or you value it, maybe you have to lose it first. Have you considered that? No, you That's could just... That's another philosophical could, slam. Yo, you could just uh, value it in the first place and, and treat it nicely and be nice to it and not talk down to it. Yeah, but then you really want to know, like, do I really? Do I really, really? No. And so you got to test it. No. What you really should do is that when someone tells you no, just leave them alone. And when they tell you that they want to break up, you should just not murder them and let them break up with you. It's a good plan. It's a good policy to not (laughs) murder people. I know, and it's coming from me. Like, I am saying, don't murder people in this circumstance. I think that you're getting some of these elements mixed up. The murders weren't because of the breakups. The murders were because they were leaving an organization and they had too many inside secrets. It's not a very good severance package. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. Like, that's not a way you get loyalty. It's a literal severance package. Yeah. Yeah. Just a severed package. Ow. (laughs) Like, believings here. (laughs) Ah. Monochoke piece. Head off. Are you making fun of my mouse? No. I'm doing an impression. It's more of an homage. Yeah. You are using words that mean positive things, but your faces are telling me that you don't. I'm going to drop his head off. Yeah. And then I'm going to give him a severed package. Um, you had to be there. It's an inside joke. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sure. I just, you have me feeling very self-conscious. Good. Oh, interesting I, how the tables have turned. Yeah. I'm, what's the word? Screwed. Um, going to die soon. About to be missing your dick in your head. Well, geez, that escalated. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you'd like to get in touch with the show or ask Quinn any questions, feel free to contact us at our email at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. We can also be found on Twitter at Swallows of South and on Facebook and Tumblr at Swallows of the South. Our theme song is new by Elvis Herod. If you'd like to help the show out, feel free to leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes or check our Patreon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Tuesday.